Hey guys, welcome to the Texican Life. Uh, for some of y'all that were asking about why is it named Texican, it's just a word game between Texas or Texan and Mexican. Because like y'all know, well, I'm from Texas, but I was raised in Mexico as well. So I'm 50-50. Um, you know, today we're going to follow up with the Texas or H-Town Chronicles. Whenever I was living in Houston uh, for about six, seven months, and um, how that experience actually bettered my life. Most of those chronicles um, are, I mean, all of them, of course, are true, right? Because this is 100% true. We, are, we only speak about true. This has to be one of the realest podcasts ever because it's homemade independent made by me 100% homemade right this is real shit not lies this has no intentions to be popular just to touch people's heart and hopefully get somebody learn out of my experiences so that's a, that's the a fucking main fo focus or purpose of the podcast right now um well let's go back to the to where we left and I was talking about how I think I was gonna get you know arrested for possession and drugs in my life if you're wondering if I have ever been in jail no I'm 20 years old and now I have never been in jail here or there I mean here in Mexico or there in Texas no never never thanks to God I've been in, um, of course, I've been arrested, but never took to jail. I've been arrested here in Mexico, but not over there. In Mexico, they can arrest you for every fucking thing. And all you gotta do is pay some fucking money, and they let you go. Maybe around $50 around that, you know. $25, $50, it's good. Whatever you got is good, actually, but... Um, I've never been arrested here, and I gotta think that because it would be a lot different story. And uh, for for the ones of y'all asking, I'm actually planning to go back to Texas and do do my life, remake it, better my life, and start over. I had to start from the scratch here, and it's really fucking hard. You know, it's really really hard. Because people might think it's really easy. It's actually not, you know. Because I get a minimum wage in here in Mexico. I gotta work 48 hours a week. I gotta study. I gotta, I gotta buy my own food, pay rent, pay bills. Um, pay my food, of course, and my daughter. I have a daughter, so it's really fucking hard because you're trying to you're trying to actually you know save money, and if you convert twenty pesos equals one dollar. Twenty pesos. Um, let's see, the minimum wage in Texas right now is seven dollars, maybe seven point five around that. We can round it up to eight or maybe seven point five, right? So, seven point five dollars. 
it's actually around 150 pesos, right? So one hour over there equals two and a half in here, right? Talking about money. That means I gotta work 2.5, between 2.5 and three times harder. If I was getting the minimum wage, which is fucking shit to most of y'all that live over there. I don't know which country you're listening to me from, but believe me, it's trash. You cannot live with it. It's really hard. You cannot, you can barely pay bills. You can barely live with it. You're pretty much working to pay bills and you have nothing left to invest. So that's why it's really hard. You gotta round it up, convert it. And that's the worst thing you can do. But lucky me, I gotta do it because I gotta be honest with myself and know how much money I need. I need between $1,000 and $4,000 to go there and start over. Because I can, I need a car. For having a car, I need money. At least a thousand bucks, plus the driver's license, plus the ID renew that I gotta do, plus the plates, plus the stickers, plus the gasoline, plus the maintenance. It's really fucking expensive to start over with a car. So that's why I made my mind to just buy a fucking bike. You know, going to Walmart, buying the fucking cheapest bike, at least a speed bike that has different chains. So it can it doesn't become that hard, you know. Um, but yeah, instead of having a bike or a car, you can use a, you know, by bike I mean motorbike. You can just have a fucking bicycle. That's just for the beginning. I need at least five hundred for the rent. That's the average rent over there. With five hundred, you get uh, a month. And if you can pay with those 500s, you have where to live for one month, but you need a job, right? So where's the job? You can actually get a job from anywhere. Walgreens, McDonald's, Burger King, Popeye's, Chick-fil-A, any fat food restaurant from any chain, maybe Walmart, maybe whatever. It doesn't really fucking matter, you know? The thing is that being a Texican, this is where Texican comes to the part of the conversation. Being a Texas citizen or a U.S. citizen, but being born in there, but being raised in here, that means I have no fucking shit over there. That means I can go anytime I want, but I have no fucking shit over there. I have nothing. Nothing. My dad never will support me because he still thinks I'm a drug addict even though I'm not. And you know, taking changes take time. Take time because you actually gotta convince people that you're not doing it no more. It takes really short time to create a reputation. A bad one. But it takes... 10 times more to create a good one 
Because people don't want you to be better than them. People want you to be worse than them. By nature. Especially Mexican people. I don't know if you all heard of um, this phrase. Mexicans don't like each other. You know, they hate each other, especially in the United States. That's true. They don't want you to be successful because they think they're Americans. And they want to be U.S. citizens, citizens so bad that they just forget about their race. And they forget how to support people. And they forget about everything. They just want to be selfish all the fucking time. And that's what my family is. You know, they, they don't want to be... Um, they don't want me to be better than them. And that's not cool. Family is supposed to support each other. And I know a lot of y'all would actually identify yourselves with me. It is really hard to be living like that. Yes. It becomes frustrating, yes. But you gotta live your life. Remember, happiness equals reality minus expectations. If I have uh, high expectations, most likely, I'm gonna become a sad person because I had high Expectations and reality most of the times is bad. And when that happens, you have nothing to do left. But stick with it, live with it, and understand how to fucking live life. Life is unfair most of the times. And you gotta accept it or fight it. But you gotta understand the benefits and the disadvantages that those have. If you fight against it, what's going to happen? If you live with it, what's going to happen? Sometimes it's better not fighting against it because you cannot be, um, you know, fight against it. Or if you do, you're going to be actually having a lot worse effect than if you had just left with it, you know. It is what, ha uh, what it is all most of the times. But uh, what I want to do, what I had to do, is say goodbye to tobacco, no drugs, no alcohol, no nothing. Just work hard and uh, save your money so you can go back as soon as possible. As soon as I turn six months in this fucking shit, I'm gonna wait until I am seven months old. In this, in this freaking company, right? And the moment that you don't like is whenever you have to make numbers. How much are they paying me now? Around how much money am I going to have from here to then? Today is December 17th. They just paid me. And my bank account looks good, but not that good, you know? Good things take time, and you got to understand it. So... Here comes the bad part. I gotta see around how much money I am going to have whenever I plan to go. They just want to see that, you know. I just want. I just gotta understand around how much money I am going to have if that happens. And yeah, it's actually sad because I know 
most people don't have the chance to actually go there and it's not really cool but yeah you actually gotta make the calculations about how much money am I gonna have and um, over here I don't get a minimum wage I actually get paid regularly but what I like to do is keep my expectations low because I found out the formula of happiness which is pretty much lower your lower your expectations about almost everything expect nothing from nobody and you will have a better peace of mind you understand what I'm saying so right now I'm making numbers and I'll co I'll come back with you whenever I'm finished. I was actually making numbers. You know, it's really hard to know exactly what's going to happen because you know situations always change. You say one thing and God changes everything because that's how life is. But I was checking the numbers to know approximately what I can be willing to have. If I stay working in the same company until April ends, until April ends, and having low, low, low expectations, we're talking about low expectations, a lot of low expectations, um, taking in consideration that I'm not drinking, I'm not smoking, I'm not doing drugs, I'm not doing nothing bad, but working and eating, of course. I would have a total between 2.5, well, between $2,000, $3,000 um, to take home, right? And that's a good amount of money. I think I can actually make it happen with that amount of money. Because, like I was saying in, you know, past podcasts, I can make it work with a bike. I just need a bike to go to work, go to the store. I can work out meanwhile. I need money to eat and I need money to pay the rent. With all that, I will still have money to to buy shit like buy a, buy clothes, maybe I don't know, pay something, food or whatever. And I I will still have a good amount there to keep it, you know. I think I can make it happen, and uh, all I all I gotta do is look after me, don't lose hope, and keep doing what I'm doing, you know, that's what I gotta do, and I'm really happy, because it's the first time in my life that I am actually feeling good about me, because I have no vices no more, I actually touch, um, I got, I got a God touch from him directly he sent me all the signals he sent me whatever i needed to actually care for me to care for me love me appreciate me and stop hating me all the time which it was what was stopping me it was what was stopping me all the time you know i'm a boxer i'm a fighter literally and uh, i know how to fight people but my worst Nightmare, my worst enemy, was myself all the time. It was myself all the time. 
and that's what I don't like. But now, I am my best friend. I take tips out of myself. I know that I'm my best friend and I take care of myself. I love me. I appreciate me. I respect me. I wish the best for myself. And sometimes being selfish is good. But with, with everything, remember, keep a balance. Right now, between calls, I'm making a podcast with a lot of stops, maybe. But hey, I'm actually discovering myself. I'm making plans. And I'm making good things out of this. Nobody's gonna hear this shit, you know? Nobody is helping me to actually become better. Nobody's actually gonna remember anything that I say. Because I'm nobody, I have no name. I'm a nobody. But life changes. Now I'm 20. And let's see what happens. I might end up dead. I might end up being the richest motherfucker in Texas. Who knows? Who knows? All I want is to have a car, a nice truck, a good house, health, and a good lifestyle. With God in my heart. I'm a good person, really smart, really good person. All I need is money and a better lifestyle and a quality lifestyle.